Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello. Duke. That's me. You know who this is? I do not, but how you doing? Sticks, man. What's your deal? I don't know what you're talking about, Sticks. You don't know what I'm talking about? Are you kidding me? All right, okay. Let's back up then. Let's 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 make it easy for you. I'm gonna guide you along on this journey of stupidity. All oh, right. Hold, sticks, sticks. Uh, I'm recording the show, so you, you're being recorded right now. You want me to yeah, stop this? Yeah, I don't this? care. I don't care about your show, bro. This ain't about your show. This is about what you let fall out of your big mouth, bro. Okay. Two weeks ago, who'd you have on the show? Two weeks ago, um, I had a couple of people on the show. I had the outlaw, Luke Curtis, who did an interview because we were talking about you know everything, including that that. Huge WrestleMania weekend that you guys with the GCW and all that stuff. Uh, uh, young professor. Yeah, best in class we run this town. Yeah, That's yeah, right, yeah. Young, young professor, professor was on the show. There it is. There it is. Okay. So you had a nice interview with Young Professor. You did your thing, as always. Yeah. Do you remember what you said at the end of that interview? Uh, I don't know. I was talking about his wife's uh, uh, cakes or something. I don't know. No. No, no, no. You gave him a compliment that was... That was, that was what you do. You shine us up real nice, which which is always appreciated. But you said something that got me, bro. You said something that ate me right in the gut. You know what you said? What did I say? You said he's the best commentator on the scene today. All right. I was in the car. I was in the car with him. We're driving to Tampa, and I'm listening to this show, and I have to hear you say he's the best commentator in the game today bro and then i texted you i texted you immediately and what did you say to me what did you say to me you said i'm number two yeah well, I mean, are you, you serious are sticks. you out of your mind sticks are you out of your mind sticks come on man we're uh, listen this is being recorded do you want me to stop the i don't recording? care no no leave it leave it you're 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 your people duke loves wrestling university to hear this because every once in a while even the great perfect duke maximus makes mistakes right you you you, you want to say things like i'm number two and he's the best in the game yada 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 because he's got a uh, garage full of fancy suits and matching shoes are you serious let me break things down for you duke let me give you a little learning lesson i'm gonna take you to school like the young professor would do but i'm gonna do it my way all right his whole life the young professor has been told that he needs to be a broadcaster. He's got such a great voice and, and all this good stuff, and he should be in radio, and he should be in broadcasting. Well, you know what? While he was teaching spin class to soccer moms wearing Lycra shorts to work, you know what he was doing on the way to work? He was listening to me on the radio as part of a number one rated morning radio show. Morning radio. You know what that is? That's the main event, brother. That's the main event of broadcasting. And you want to talk about he's number one. He's the best in the game. I mean, we, listen, man, we're, we're all supposed to be cool. I don't understand why we're, we're. I have been disrespected enough. I'm sick of being overlooked. I'm sick of being pushed aside and told to wait my turn. Bro, you are talking to the best voice in the game. Best microphone man. Best commentator. Best manager in the game today. It's not the young professor. He's got great suits. He's got a great voice. He's very professional. He's well-spoken. He's smart, but he damn sure ain't me. I mean, Sticks, I, I don't know what you want me to say, man. I, I, 
I want you to apologize to me, man. I am not number two. I have never been number two in my life. How many platinum records with your name on it do you have? How many times have you been on a billboard? How many times for years, for years, I was number one in the marketplace for years? You know, I'm a little uncomfortable with this, Sticks, because I feel like you're being serious here. And I, and I just I, I, I want to be clear. Are, are you are you seriously upset with me over this? I'm livid, man. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. His presentation is epic. Right. He looks all shiny and nice. But you know where he learned how to be the perceived number one broadcaster? He listened to me every day on the way to work. What you think? I didn't rub off on him. Come on, man. I've been broadcasting since I was 17 years old. I've had a mic in my face since I was six. But Sticks, I, I've put you over, too. You can't act like I haven't That's put great, you over. That's great, man. But what did you say? You said I was number two. I am not number two. All right. All right. All right. So I, I, I think I is this something going on with you and the professor that I should know about? Do you, no. you guys having problems? I, you know what? No, we're, we're, we're road dogs. I love your pro, but I will never, ever be number two. I am the best thing going today. I do more with half than most people do with all. And you know it because you see it. And I got to get disrespected by you and promoters and workers and people who look at me sideways like I don't deserve to be in the game. I am the most talented thing you have ever seen. All right. You know what, Sticks? I, I apologize. I should have never told you you were number two. I shouldn't have done any rankings at all. I, how about this? You, you, Both of you guys are two of my favorites on the scene. Is that fair? You want to talk about credibility? You want to talk about who's who's the best, who's the most polished, all that Right. You know who gets the posters? You know who gets the most shine? It's Yopro. But you know who's the most credible? It's me. I have the experience. I have the knowledge. I have the awards. I have the accolades. Literally. But I got to be pushed aside and told to wait my turn and, and, you know, just sit over here, man. Do your thing. Be funny. If I wanted to be an announcer, Duke, if I wanted to be an announcer, I'd be the best at that, too. I feel like you're trying to get me in the middle of something here, Sticks. And, and listen, there was no... I didn't realize saying you, that you were number two. You started two. this. Oh, my you God. You started this. Come on, Sticks. Really? Really, man. What, I'm, what? So I'm just supposed to accept the fact that you think I'm second best? That's not how this works. All right. I, I, listen, I, are we going to have problems when I come down there? Because, listen, man, I, I, know, I know your reputation. I know the kind of people that you really hang out with. Uh, and, and I don't want problems. So Yeah, bro. Speaking of that, speaking of that, you want to talk about, okay, what did you do last night? I went to bed. I don't. I mean, what do you mean? Well, you watch a little. You watch a little TV. You watch some of The Office. You drink a little. Drink a little IPA. Little micro brew. You fell asleep. You cuddled with your lady. That's all nice and good, bro. I walked into a club with zero cash. I walked out with a fat stack on a Tuesday. I make more money on a Friday night than you make in two weeks. And you want to call me second best? Who are you talking to, man? See, this is the thing. This is the thing. Everybody thinks I'm such a nice guy, right? I, I just I smile and I deal with it. And, and I'm low-hanging fruit. I'm a joke to everybody. I'm, I'm the easy, easy mark in the room, right? Because you see me walk in and, all oh, here it is. Here come the jokes. Here come the, the side remarks. Here come the sideways looks. Bro, I would be great at this. I would be great at this. I would be the most amazing thing anyone has ever seen. When they put me in the dirt, people will still be chanting my name. And you can take that to the bank. And if you ever say anything stupid like that, Bro, I will fly to Boston, put you in an arm bar, make you tap faster than bow jangles on a wood floor. Okay, that is not the way I expected that conversation with Sticks to go. Um, I'm a little, little irritated with that, to be honest with you, folks. I, I don't, you know, I, I try to provide an opportunity for 
everybody to come and plug what they do. And of course, I'll, I'll say something positive about folks. The young professor is doing a great job as a commentator, as a, as a, as an announcer, and now as a guy who's booked a successful show. So I don't really understand why sticks came at me that way. And you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to get the head honcho over at um, generation championship wrestling on the line here because I don't appreciate being spoken to like that on my show. So, you know, uh, Jeremy Gomez, the the head honcho over there at Generation Championship Wrestling, I don't mean to, to for lack of a better term, uh, sti- snitch on somebody, but, you know, Styx was a little disrespectful to me a little while ago. So I'm, I'm reaching out to you now just to find out not only what this guy's problem is, but just to let you know that, and I, I, I try to be positive and, and put you guys over and, and do these things here. Matt Grafer, the young professor, he's doing a great job. So I don't I don't really understand why Sticks treat me that way, but I want to make you aware of this, uh, Jeremy Gomez. I, I don't think Sticks has done anything really wrong. I mean, you know, professor's professor. Yeah, he had a lot of help booking an awesome show that I paid for. And yeah, he does some amazing things in the ring that I pay for. And yeah, he is, you know, an asset to the team that I put in place, but, uh, you know, so it sticks. And, uh, I, I think the professor at the end of the day, when he's done picking out suits and crap like that, you know, he can handle it himself. He's a big young professor boy. All right. All right. So oh, you're talking about, I should, I, should, should, should sticks come at you like that? I mean, you know, sticks, sticks is a grown man too. Uh, you're a grown man too. You know, if you guys have a problem with each other, you know, I, I know where there's a ring. Uh, if you want to get in there and have a have a little wrestling match with sticks, if you want to get tapped out by the sticks, man, I mean, you know, that's your prerogative, man. It's your prerogative. I'm not. Listen, man, you Would. know, I'm not a wrestler. Uh, nah, you Jeremy know. Gomez, well, you, know, you, you know, I'm I, not I a wrestler. So. Yeah, I, I was giving sticks a lot of credit. He, he's not a wrestler either. So, you know. He's in the business that way. I've seen some of his workout videos, so I know he has some arms on him. I'm not here to get physical with anybody, okay? I'm just a guy that talks about things, and I don't understand. I I feel like there might be a little animosity between you and the professor, the way that you're talking about him. Do do you have an issue with the the job that he did uh, WrestleMania weekend with with that best-in-class event that he put on? No, not at all. I think I set him up perfectly to do a perfect job, and he executed my plan perfectly. Are you taking credit? Hold on a second. Are you taking credit for literally what what a lot of people consider was the best event WrestleMania weekend of any company? Am I taking credit for a GCW show? No. Why would I do that? Okay. All right. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. Um, no, I'm not taking. I'm not listen, taking credit for 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 the for our Young Lions show at all. It was an amazing show. He had an amazing time slot. I gave him a great slot at 10 a.m. I booked him an excellent main event, by the way, Casey and uh, Leo. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for doing my 10 a.m. show. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the professor and all the guys. But no, I wouldn't take any credit from Prof for doing the show. It was an amazing, amazing job, especially at 10 a.m. I mean, I, I hear I feel like this is kind of like backhanded compliment stuff here because you're talking about my show in my ring and I got him this. But it's I feel like this, you know, there might be a little something there, but I'm not going to start any trouble here, Jeremy Gomez. Uh, in, in fact, I, I do want to give you credit. You're absolutely right. You're the head guy at GCW. Uh, you guys, you folks put on a fantastic 
WrestleMania weekend slate of events. You had like a million events. So let's just start from the beginning. I mean, Medusa and ODB serving breakfast. How did that go? Um, it was good, man. ODB can cook her ass off, number one. Uh, she does my food truck things, too, and she, she cooks, man. Uh, luckily, Medusa knows how to cook um, eggs because me and ODB both know how to cook eggs very well. So uh, Medusa, the Hall of Famer and the awesome person that she is, came in and she uh, she handled that nice. But then um, ODB handled it, I guess, from the after breakfast was over. She was also cooking till like, 2 in the morning. And uh, she held it down all day, dude. It was it was good. I think the only thing I ate all day was a cup of her uh, barbecue, and it was amazing. And then you had uh, GCW Rising, best in class with the young professor. I'm not asking you about the fact that it's your company and your ring, and and you know what I mean, and and, and you're whistling Dixie or whatever the hell you're saying here. <laughs> I just want to know what, what did you think of the the overall card there and how it was executed there. Uh, the card was good, man. It was executed, I think, the way it should be. Uh, uh, it started on time. It finished on time. Uh, it flowed. Everything was on time, which is like, I keep saying that, but that's like super important for a show, everything be on time. Um, sounded good. Uh, Professor was good on his announcing and his commentary, as per usual. Uh, everybody did exactly what we asked them. Of all the people on the show, I think every single one of them had promos and everything in, like, you know, like professionals. So uh, I, I, I couldn't be happier with it, Matt. It was a, it was a good show. Uh, it all worked out exactly the way we thought it should on a perfect day, and it stayed that way. So that was awesome. So, so tell me about the event that preceded that because there was a lot going on. I mean, literally just looking at all of the graphics and flyers that were made up for the two days there, I, I was just completely like, what the hell? So – so what went on from that morning show going forward? It's a little bit chaotic, but everything, you know, it, I, I say that, but it, it really wasn't for, for everything that was going on. We had that show. Uh, so every show was an hour and pretty much an hour and 45 minutes of like 15 minutes change over time in between till the next show. We had the next show, hour and 45, then the next show, an hour and 45, then the next show, an hour and 45, then finally got to the second GCW show. And then after that, we had another, the ladies night out show that was supposed to start around midnight. And that was another hour and 45 minutes. So we had that going on. We had all the live streaming going on at the same time. We had, you know, changeovers, like I said, in between the show. Then we had, um, a trivia contest going on in another room. Then we had um, some meet and greets of Medusa and ODB going on in another room and some other meet and greets going on. Then, at another place in the bar, we had Kayfabe Kitchen, which is a cookie show with uh, Chef Manny Fresh. That was going on at the same time. Uh, yeah, it, it was just just wrestling, man. Everything everything that had to do with wrestling, eating, and drinking, that's what was going on during the day. And then, you know, on top of all that, then we've got all our pandemic assessment checks and our temperature checks and all that stuff going on at the same time. And, and so, yeah, the property was full. It was... You know, we probably had a good uh, 30, 40 workers in the back at all times, all day as well. So it was just, you know, just mitigating things going on. And that was it. Another show, just really big. Well, shout out to Chef Manny Fresh. You know, I, I saw a couple of great photos from the event there. Uh, in, in fact, you know, our friend River Horse Photography, our friend Alan Roulette, <laughs> he uh, took some great shots of everyone, including Chef Manny Fresh. So that was that was an interesting uh, 
combination, this whole this whole concept of food and, and wrestling put together is just so cool. <laughs> and I, I do you. have to tip my hat to you for this. Uh, anyone who's who's uh, with the Food Network or, or any of those uh, networks there, you probably should be paying a lot more attention to Generation Championship Wrestling yeah, and, and the Chuck way Manny. that they combined the two. Because there's a lot going on here with these folks, right? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, the same same like I told you about my other industry. You know, it's just we try to incorporate everything, man, because entertainment's entertainment and people get tired of things real quick. So you have to hold everybody's attention. You know, just it's just better to have everything in-house. So, you know, number one, you want to keep everybody in-house. So, and, you know, you could turn the foodie fans into wrestling fans. You could turn the wrestling fans into foodies. And it's just, just so like, you know without getting my head it's just an it's it's a normal show for us just on a bigger scale and and at the end of a good pandemic year so it was you know just a little different but everything at the end of the day we weren't but like 30 minutes over time you know it it got off the rails for a little bit in the middle uh just by going over time a little but we got it back down and everything everything seemed to work out there was no injuries there was you you know arguments with anybody in the crowd nothing crazy went on i think we broke one hole in the wall (laughs) that needed a stop or a little patch job and that's about it well listen if nobody got injured and and you only broke one hole in the wall i mean i guess you you did all right for yourself there now i i just received a message let me tell you something stop the presses thursday okay today we're talking about the 22nd of April is Jeremy Gomez's birthday. Happy birthday, man. I, I didn't know you were born uh, April 22nd there. I wasn't. I was born on April 20th. <laughs> GCW 420, man. I was born on 420. That's where we started from, April 20th. Oh. oh yeah. no, I, I, Sorry I got a message research. saying that. Yeah. Oh, Who messaged man. you, Professor? That, that makes sense. <laughs> you're not gonna blame uh, come on gomez don't don't blame the professor for everything that's about right you know <laughs> well listen i i i well i'm not gonna say that i'm not, I'm not gonna reveal who told me this but i apologize i i thought today gee i gotta i was told today is your birthday so today yeah. is not your birthday it was professor i know it was Trying to trying to gotta find out what's going on here. I, I don't yeah, know what you guys are doing. Why why you and Sticks got a problem with the professor? I mean, he's, a, he's a nice old, guy. <laughs> wow! Oh, I never claimed, okay, I well. never claimed he wasn't nice, and he has many cute suits. It's amazing. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Jesus, what what I do prefer, we have coming I up on the horizon? A black suit like a grown man, but whatever. Well, and you wear a lot of black. I noticed that about you. In fact, you wear shades even at night, which I, I don't really understand. <laughs> you got to figure this out yet. So I you can. Know. So I can. <laughs> <laughs> 42 well, years old. What's on the people? horizon? <laughs> I know. 42 years old. I guess you're getting to that age where you're just going to say whatever the hell you want to say. That's it. Right? I can That's quote a Corey is. Chase song if I feel like it. It's fine. That's it. That's exactly wow. it. So, so what's on the horizon? You're 42 years old. Uh, hopefully you're, you're a year wiser now. Um, what's going to happen with GCW for the rest of the year? What do, what do we have coming up? Holy crap. For the rest of the year. So like, all right. So we've already got a show every month now. We've got that. Um, we've become a little better friends with uh, Seminole County in the last uh, 
couple a week slash months. We did a good fundraiser with them and Matt Morgan the other day. We helped raise about $85,000 for Advent Healthcare and his um, opioid addiction program. Um, so we got some friends in higher places now, which is good, man. Something you always try to shove down my throat, get them friends in higher places. Um, so I, I think we're going to start doing a couple more charity things with Seminole County. And, um, we've now the venue in Tampa, who's actually texting me right now about the hole in the wall. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we're going to do a couple more things with them coming up too. Like I wanted to do, we, we were going to do, um, we were going to do Halloween in Vegas, um, uh, but I think we're going to end up staying here and doing Halloween in Tampa. So I think we're going to be at the venue we were at from the mania show. And I think we're going to do like a big Halloween, like party slash wrestling show slash like, uh, it's called our events called dead man's party. So I think it's going to end up in my mind, it's turning into some crazy, like Halloween, like style Gothic ball kind of thing with like wrestling in the middle of that and costumes and fire and stuff and but that that's in my head so far so i think we're gonna do that and we're gonna continue to be out of crossfit exalted in sanford pretty much every second saturday of the month um we did have an ec3 seminar coming up uh this weekend it might get pushed back a little while because it was awfully quick after mania um we're pretty cool with ec3 now uh he liked the way we handled things backstage thank you um we did our best sir um so uh, we're going to start doing a couple seminars of EC3. It's more like a um it's more like a seminar that travels and I and I believe that the concept is it's going to end up in some bigger things like a bigger like giant event kind of deal. Um so got some doors opening up, man. We're we're finally starting to get all, all of our stuff up on the internet, all our matches. So we're working on our YouTube page right now because we're we're only like 400 subscribers and I'd love to get that monetized and that's like 4,000. So working on that, just working on, you know, coming out of the pandemic. And I know it's not over, but coming out of the pandemic as hard as we can and pushing, you know, our diamond division forward and pushing the men's division forward. And we're just, just trying that out, dude. Just, you know, we, we, we think we survived. Uh, uh, we survived our mania show. I think we did pretty damn well, actually. And um, I think we cut into my, everybody else's market share pretty well. So that made me happy. <laughs> and, uh, and that's it, man. Keep pushing forward. Try to keep my mouth shut as much as possible. Um, look, legit, I was in character for the beginning of the the show. Uh, you know that, um, Mr. Gomez. I've been trying to step out of character a little more and only stay in it during the show. So, you know, I'm just trying to be the more professional, more, you know, more us company and not worrying about everybody else and what they think. And, you know, so understanding that we need to be that we need to be a little more humble because people are looking at us now and people are looking up to us now. And and I think this, I think the mania weekend proved that. I think it proved that we can hang with anybody and we did it for 16 hours. So that's what we got going on for the remainder of the year. Keep pushing forward, keep pushing our stars forward, keep pushing our women's division forward because, you know, I I don't know if you guys have watched the, the major shows lately, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The fact of the matter is if you work Generation Championship Wrestling and you work here consistently, you're going to end up on one of the bigger shows because they're watching us. They're pulling from us. They have all our stars on there, and our stars are making their show the better place. So that's our goal. Keep doing that. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Working hard. Well, you know, one of the things that I was pretty uh, surprised at and and pleasantly surprised at was the fact that Pro Wrestling Illustrated – they retweeted uh, Layla Gray 
her appearance here on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, and, and we talked about uh, GCW, and you actually featured her WrestleMania weekend. So that was that was really interesting. Just the fact that, like you said, more people are paying attention to GCW. You guys are getting a lot of buzz. A lot of people are 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 focused on the matches that you have, and and talking about how the, the great quality, the yeah. fact that you have such a diverse card all of the time, the fact that you take women's wrestling seriously. Uh, Queen Amanada, I mean, she's just she's a star. And some of the high profile things that she's doing is so fantastic because, you know, GCW legitimately has been the promotion that has essentially put her on the map and she's taken the ball and she's really running with it, which is just great to see. So yeah. despite the fact that Mr. Gomez can get under people's skin sometimes, Hopefully. Um, G- <laughs> GCW is, is doing a, a great job in featuring their <laughs> talents. And, you know, the larger promotions absolutely are paying attention. The media is paying attention. Uh, it's working out. It's working out pretty well. So kudos to, to all of you folks over there. Um, Thank you. Candy Gomez is still my hero. So. Definitely shout out to Candy. There's no way I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you or talk about GCW without mentioning Candy Gomez. She's fantastic. Uh, yep. But you know, Gomez, let everybody know how how can they continue to follow GCW and and keep up to date with the next events, especially if they want to get tickets or watch what's going on online. How can everyone follow? Well, um, YouTube page is simple: Generation Championship Wrestling dash GCW. Um, Everything else, also simple, at GCW Wrestling Pro. Um, you can even email us if you need to talk, gcwwrestlingpro at gmail.com. Um, and, and that's pretty much it, man. We're, we're, we're pretty out there. Um, I, I did want to say um, thank you to all our new champions. Um, Mr. King, the new Rex Bacchus Defender of Humanity champion. Um, let me think. Queen Aminata is still our Diamond Division champion. Stunt Marshall is our new heavyweight champion. Um Oh, and Culture Inc. are our new tag champions. You know, um, despite what people think, I am actually a huge fan of Culture Inc. and, and those guys. And I, I know I play that I hate them, and I always say stay broke and everything like that. But but they deserved it, and they deserved it for a while. So congratulations. Um, Aminata, congratulations. You know, your family, um, you know, you're, you're part of the clique that stays at the house when you come into town. And I, um, everybody should have already been watching you. But, but thank you for being so loyal to us. And I did want to say something about Layla Gray. Um, she actually did the show for us on Friday and uh, she is, people want to book her. So instead of taking bookings on Saturday, she actually came with us to Longwood and did that charity that helped us raise $85,000 for Advent Health Center. And uh, that was pretty cool because she could have taken a booking somewhere else. And everybody that worked with us that day could have taken a booking somewhere else for pay. But they chose to come with Generation Championship Wrestling and help Matt Morgan in the city of Longwood with that. So thank you for that. Um, back to that. Yeah, everything else, GCW Wrestling Pro, yada, yada, yada. Or just type Generation Championship Wrestling into the Google bar. Um, at least one of the GCWs will pop up. It'll probably be us and then Georgia Championship Wrestling right under us. Click on both of them. We're both awesome. You know, Jeremy Gomez, before I let you go, because this – we start a little rocky, you know, and I, I know I messed up the birthday and all that stuff. Um, so no, it's I'm, me, I'm man. I'm trying to brain dead for Mania Week. It's totally me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. You didn't. You didn't <laughs> totally know when me. you were born. So today is your birthday. Yeah. The twenty second. Not, not. Okay. No, the twentieth, man. Freaking twentieth, bro. All right. 
I don't. I gotta get this right. Twenty. Come on. I got to I got to get this right because I don't know what the hell's going on here. Before I let you go, I, I have to know. I have to know. <laughs> did you serve any rattlesnake all weekend? No, I did not, man. No rattlesnake, um, dude. I didn't have any food or anything that weekend, dude. It was just, yeah, it was I was on Bang all weekend. Bang energy drink that kept me up. <laughs> Swear to God. Well, God, that's that's a, me- that's a cheap plug. Cheap Dude. plug for Bang Energy. You, know you guys what? better reach out to GCW. <laughs> they just don't. I, I've got every email to everyone that works in that damn company. I've messaged all of them. They all send you to a different person. Like I, I guess they don't know that like the workers and wrestlers really love Bang and they drink the hell out of it. And I guess they're busy making those really weird commercials of all the really weird clothing. But whatever. Come on, Bang. I'm sick of begging you. Come come, give us a damn sponsorship. I, I I think myself alone drinking 12 Bang a day is worth it. So, God, man. Seriously. It, bang just, Energy. They don't, the ball they don't is in man. your court. What's yeah, that? stop going for the Ravers, dudes. Bang, listen. Listen, Bang. Ravers don't need Bang. They need water so they don't die. If you give them Bang, they're going to die. That's a bad look on the company, man. Their heartbeats are already kicking, dude. They don't need beta alanine and freaking and creatine and stuff like that. You know who needs that? Wrestlers. We love that crap, dude. We literally take pictures of your product and put them on our Facebook page every day just to be like, oh, I had a Bang. So come on. Throw us some Bang money, man. We'll do you proud. GCW, Generation Championship Wrestling and Bang. Imagine that. Imagine that. We're already at every show. Hi, this is Earl Oliver from Sully's Vintage Wrestling. This is Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com. This is Sean Henry, boxing writer and undercover low-key wrestling fan. And you're listening to Duke Love Wrestling. Woo! You know, without a doubt, this has been one of the strangest episodes of Duke Loves Wrestling, like, ever. <laughs> Ever, we're creeping up on the five-year anniversary of the show, and I have commentators like Sticks and promoters like Jeremy Gomez who are calling me out on my own show. Like, what the hell is going on here? After all this time, you think uh, I'd find a way to not get so much heat, but it's clear that I guess I'm some kind of heat magnet. And and I mean, I, I just want to reiterate once again, I apologize, to Sticks. I don't want any problems. I mean, this guy, you know, he, he's he's involved with the the whole nightlife community and some of the folks that he hangs out with. You know, they're, they're not the type of people you want to play games with, especially down there in Florida. And, you know, I'm a guy that prides himself on being able to go around the, the, the nation freely and around the world freely. Like, I don't I don't want any problems, man, especially with some of those uh tough customers that sticks is very much affiliated with so i apologize sticks i didn't mean to call you number two i will reevaluate my the way that i put other people over and make sure that i'm not making others like yourself feel bad when i do that or i'm not saying you feel bad hold on here we go i'm gonna i'm gonna create another situation here the moral of the story is i apologize less is more I don't want any problems there. If anyone has a has anything to say, he is Sticksman92 on Instagram. S-T-I-X-M-A-N-92. So if you want to let Sticks know how you feel, 
about him coming on Duke Loves Wrestling podcast and essentially chewing me out this week, uh, you can send all of your your feelings and, and thoughts to him. Sticksman92 on Twitter. Jesus, my goodness. You know, I went viral again. Surprise, surprise. Went viral again. I was tweeting about AEW. You know, I tweet about wrestling every day, so what else is new? But something happened that really made me scratch my head. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the show this week on this note here. We had Britt Baker reveal herself to be the number one contender to the AEW Women's Championship. And I thought that was a little ridiculous because Thunder Rosa made Britt Baker bleed, sweat, and pay the price of a wrestling lifetime a couple weeks ago. Main event of Dynamite. Right, That match that they had where, where Thunder literally gave Britt Baker all that she could handle and then some, and Thunder Rosa defeated her. Okay, The referee counted one, two, three. So I, I complained about this, or at least I inquired about how the hell is this possible for her to be number one contender. It's a little little ridiculous, right? And the, the humanoids, the ham and eggers, the pencil neck geeks, they all lined up. Because anytime the Duke has anything to say about AEW, it's as if somebody slapped somebody's uh, favorite uncle or something. It's ridiculous. They just lined up in droves to cuss me out, to yell at me, tell me I don't know what I, I don't know anything about wrestling, to to exclaim that they have to explain what it means to be unsanctioned, and. You know, Britt Baker, she even joined in on the club here. She said it was unsanctioned, like she was she was going to set me straight, okay? It was unsanctioned. So, so that Thunder Rosa defeating her, it really didn't count because it was unsanctioned. Let me tell you something. Does it make any sense to you that AEW would air an unsanctioned match? Does that make any sense? A company that claims that they're going to present a sports-like product... Why would you feature an unsanctioned match? So that's number one, right? Why would you allow an unsanctioned match to happen in one of your rings? And then you air it on your television show, which costs money, by the way. And you have your commentators and your referees. They all participate in this unsanctioned thing. Does that make sense? What is sports like about that? I asked the question and and received in less than 24 hours, 115,000 plus impressions. Okay. People were looking at what I had to say. People were responding. People were retweeting. People were going completely off. They were engaged. They were upset for the most part. There are very few that that understood the point I was making. The the vast majority of these these humanoids who have less than 200 followers. I'm sure Tony Khan in in his phantom uh, accounts on Twitter is part of this club here. These phantom people, they had a whole lot to say to me about that. Oh, you don't know you you don't know what, what 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 unsanctioned is. What's wrong with you, man? Doesn't count, man. Well, why the hell is AEW featuring matches that don't count? 
and and how is this match, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker? How is that an unsanctioned match, but the exploding barbed wire death match was a sanctioned match? How does that work? <laughs> right, that exploding barbed wire death match that counted against Moxley and counted in favor of Kenny Omega. How did that work? How is that possible? How does that make sense? Is it because they're women? And because AEW does not feature women in the main event, so as a result, it has to be unsanctioned in order for them to feature women in the main event? Is that what this is about? I don't get it. I don't get it. So I asked the question, and and like I said, the, the, the humanoids... The Hammeneggers, the pencil neck geeks, lined up in droves, and you know the tally is still going very, very strong. It's <laughs> it is not letting up anytime soon. Um, it's probably about two hours before we'll officially hit twenty four hours since I've I've posted this thing, and I'm telling you, I mean one hundred fifteen thousand four hundred fifty three impressions. Because people are upset that I had the audacity to question the nonsensical booking that occurs in AEW. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't get why the, 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 the humanoids want to defend this stuff. You know it's not. It's, it's, it's silly is what it is. It's silly. Why would you feature an unsanctioned match? How does that make sense? You're going to listen. Pro wrestling is supposed to be a fight. Right. At least two people are supposed to be opposing forces. They're fighting for something. If the fight is unsanctioned, why would you air it? Does that make sense? And if you have competitors who you care enough about to feature and pay to do a job. Why would you ever allow them to have an unsanctioned physical interaction with one another? That does not make sense. You're losing money that way. Right? Because they're going to hurt each other. And they did hurt each other. So, forgive me. I I have uh, this thing where I'm trying to apply logic to something that I was told. It was marketed to me that it was going to be logical. It's supposed to be groundbreaking. It's supposed to revolutionize. It's going to be alternative in pro wrestling. It's the alternative, all right. It is the least sensible product going today especially on television. All elite wrestling does not make sense. And the reason why it doesn't make sense is because you have a, a, a guy in Tony Khan who does not know what he's doing. And, and listen, I've never been a pro wrestler. I've never, I've never owned a wrestling company. I've never been the president of a wrestling company. I never will. So I don't know what I'm doing either. But I at least have enough sense to have checks and balances if I was ever in a position where I'm, I'm influencing something like this, right? On this show, there are plenty of pro wrestlers and bookers and promoters who listen to the show and critique the show and who have helped me through the years refine the show and the content that's on this show. I don't sit here and act like I, I, I know everything. I don't. That's why I interview people. I don't know anything, quite frankly. I interview people who know stuff. And they educate everybody, including myself. And that's how I start to gain an understanding of something, right? And, and in that sense, 
They act as a checks and balances system for me. They help me not go too far down the line thinking I know what the hell I'm talking about when I don't. I rely on the knowledge of the experts. And that's what puts me in a position where I'm a lot closer to what the hell I'm talking about than not. Because the experts have educated me enough to have some kind of clue, right? Checks and balances. What the hell are the checks and balances in AEW when they're featuring unsanctioned matches? But at the same time, they're doing exploding barbed wire death matches that they sanction. Nonsensical. Garbage. That's what it is. Garbage. Tony Khan is a complete disappointment in every stretch of the imagination as it relates to pro wrestling. The best thing Tony Khan ever did was write a bunch of fat paychecks to wrestlers and other personalities within the pro wrestling industry. And listen, I'm not going to knock it. All of you guys go get your money, okay? Is he a money mark? Well, it's not his money. It's daddy's money. But, you know, you do the math here. Who the hell ever told this guy he he has a, he should be booking anything when he's featuring unsanctioned matches on a program that's supposed to provide a sports-like feel to it? Well, the last time I checked, I haven't seen a damn sport in the history of sports that would ever air an unsanctioned match and apply their referees and put it on their television spot because that's illegal. They would never do that. And it doesn't make sense. You might as well sanction it so you can make money off of it. And we know you made money off of it, Tony. So calling it unsanctioned is idiotic. That's moronic. That's the stuff humanoids do. Go crunch those numbers big time. I like Britt Baker. I think she's extremely talented. Thunder Rosa, she's fantastic. She's the best. She's the Meta Meta. She's the best. Best of the best. She has that Mission Pro Wrestling event coming up, and next week we're going to be plugging the hell out of that with some some exclusives. You can you can bet your bottom line on that. Mission Pro Wrestling, of course, Title Match Network. If you haven't subscribed to them online, you better do so quick because you got to check out the next Mission Pro Wrestling uh, event there. But I, I, I got to tell you, AEW finds creative ways to prove to all of us they have no clue what they're doing And the old-timers who were there, who do have a clue, like Jim Ross, like Arn Anderson, like Jake the Snake Roberts, it's clear that they are collecting a check from the money mark and they're just letting him piss away with everything. That promotion has a, a, a real opportunity to last and to make a true impact on this industry, no pun intended. But... We're doing unsanctioned matches. What the hell? And they'll tell you that they don't run a sloppy shop and that they don't insult the intelligence of the audience. Isn't that right, QT Marshall? Isn't that what you say? We don't insult the intelligence like everybody else, like the other company does. But you're featuring unsanctioned matches. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker was unsanctioned, but QT Marshall and, and Billy Gunn were featured on Dynamite. What the hell is going on? Billy Gunn and QT Marshall had a match against each other. Are you kidding me? On Dynamite, they took up TV time. 
Are you kidding me? This is the kind of stuff that Tony Khan books, including exploding barbed wire death matches that he sanctions. I just, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's a joke. You, 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 you ceremoniously, you're taking a, a you-know-what on the entire industry when you do nonsense like this, pure nonsense. And then you have creepy uncle that likes to kiss people on the heads and he gives, you know, 20 thumbs up ratings. I'm sure he's going to put this over because, you know, Tony Khan is the promoter of the year. Give me a break. Anyway, next week, get some action packs things going on. Thank you once again, uh, Jeremy Gomez, GCW and Sticks. I don't want any problems. Tony Khan, I would like to unsanction Tony Khan, right? I unsanction everything Tony Khan does. That son of a gun, he needs to just get away from, take the take the pencil out of his hand. He has no business booking because he has no clue what he's doing. And for all of you that sit around and don't tell this guy he doesn't know what he's doing, you're just bleeding the money mark. And in that sense, you're killing the town. And that may be good for you, but is that really good for the industry? Probably not. So, I'll piss off the entire industry right now, well, at least AEW portion, by playing the closing of this show <laughs> by none other than the voice of all elite wrestling, Mr. Tony Schiavone. You're welcome. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>